Outside of this one church town, there's a gold dirt road to a whole lot of nothing. Got a deed to the land, but it ain't my ground. This is God's country. And welcome to We Are The People Radio. It is Wednesday, December 28th. It's your host, Jason Preston. The man. The myth. The, myth. the legend. Definitely the myth. <laughs> And we're going to start off with a great quote. In a time of universal deceit. You guys know this one? No. In a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. That is certainly true these awesome? days. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, in a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. What we are doing today is revolutionary. It is not popular. And it is getting people canceled, which is why we've got this picture of George Washington, because that's what freedom means. It means standing up for truth. And uh, you can find us on our website, obviously, wearethepeople.org. Um, you can, what I'm going to ask, especially talking about canceling, um, we've now been canceled. We've, we've been, uh, we've actually cannot go live right now on YouTube. Uh, we've, uh, we've been getting videos taken down. So we are on probation now. So what we are really trying to push, uh, we appreciate everyone who's been following us on, on YouTube, our YouTube channels, We Are The People Radio. But we are encouraging you, please go to We Are The People, go to Rumble, go to We Are The People UT for Utah. We Are The People UT and Rumble. Follow us on Rumble. In fact, Sav, you got a Rumble channel up there? There it is. Boom. Right there. Go to our, our, Rumble, our Rumble channel. Follow us there. Uh, that way we can speak the truth without having to deal with uh, these uh, these people censoring us because it's, it's out of control. Uh, you can find us on Podbeam, on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, all under We Are The People Radio, and also uh, on Instagram, We Are The People UT. Uh, <clears throat> so thank you guys for tuning in. We've got a couple rock stars today. We've got uh, Gunnar uh, Thornton. Gunnar. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, Gunner is, uh, he's worked with Turning Point USA. He's an ambassador for Turning Point USA. Uh, he has a huge social media uh, influence and is and has been very effective in the fight for freedom. Thank, thank you. you for being in the fight. Hey. Thank, thank you for being here. And uh, David Crandall. David Crandall is a uh, longtime freedom fighter. Uh, he is a... Uh, Internet troll. Internet troll. That's <laughs> one of the most entertaining people to watch on social media, and one of the most banned people from <laughs> some notable Rhino Facebook groups. Nah, yeah, uh, gets himself routinely kicked out of those, <laughs> and uh, goes goes down in, in a burning, you know, fashion. That Blaze is, of glory. Uh, yes, and it's wonderful to see. When I was running for office, I will tell you, uh, you know, David, you know, it's it's like. It's like getting through a minefield because you you don't know who to trust, and uh, David is one of the people who actually tipped me off to a few people who I would have never suspected, uh, and who who actually ended up doing a lot of damage to our campaign. So I always appreciated him. And you've got a uh, blog. Tell us about your blog. Uh, it's makeutahgreatagain.org, and my most recent blog is a uh, it's a Merry Christmas to Ron DeSantis from Utah. Uh, and it's in regards to the 86 or 87 elected officials who um, did a press release calling for DeSantis to form an exploratory committee to run in 2024. Yeah, I think that's interesting. For those who don't know about that, uh, it sounds like a great thing. You know, 28 politicians here in Utah all uh, encouraging Ron DeSantis to run. 
until you look at who the who the twenty eight politicians are, and they're all like, was how many was it twenty eight or there was uh, something like more 80, than that eighty six yes eighty eighty six thirty seven yeah, and it's all like. All the who's who's on the thug on the like rhino list. Who's not there is the, is the only people you trust. All the good guys, like they didn't sign it. Yeah, it's all the rhinos. So, yeah, David called them out, and uh, we've talked about that in the past. We'll probably talk about that again. But uh, today, Sav, can we get a spotlight on his shirt? Can you get? Can you get that? Just flash him. Just flash him. Get in there. <laughs> Gaddy and Romney. Well, you know, because, you know, with, with uh, We Are the People, one of the things we, we are trying to focus on is obviously save the Constitution, but the way you, you do that is by winning your backyard, is get control of your backyard, controlling what you have control over, get your, your own life in control, your family, your neighborhood, and your state. And uh, so really what this is about is, is, is first and foremost getting Utah under control and we have so much corruption here we did a video a few weeks back about uh, utah's deep state and it went crazy and uh, so we thought all right you know what let's uh, let's start going down the line let's start with romney let's go down to cox let's let's start exposing these people because so many people in utah just don't realize how corrupt our politicians are um so in in honor of the shirt gadiat and romney you've got there uh, let's let's start with who is this Romney? We know he's a good, honest LDS religious guy, uh, believes in, in in God, believes he's a member of the LDS Church. So I assume he must believe in, in the restoration of the gospel, believe in Joseph Smith as a prophet, believe in believe in revelation. That that people have been talking to God, you, you know. Right, that's part of the LDS sure, faith, right? Is that God that. continues to speak to His prophets. Uh, but there was something that came in the news that kind of uh, shocked me about that. Sev, it's, uh, if, let's go to the YouTube one. It's, I know you've got our Facebook there, but there you go, that one right there. Throw that up on, the, on full screen. And uh, let's, uh, let's play this a news clip actually right here in Utah. Mitt Romney is raising some eyebrows right here in Utah. Romney was asked about God and what God might say to him or to LDS church leaders. And as Chris Van Oker is here to show us, Romney's answer might surprise you. Barb, this interview between Romney and a Boston TV station aired about 10 days ago. His comments about the LDS Church didn't cause too much of a ripple back east. But here in Utah, they seem to raise questions about how his view of the LDS Church was founded. Our next guest is the former governor of Massachusetts, Mitt Romney. In a lengthy interview with one of Boston's most prominent journalists, Mitt Romney was asked the following. Should God speak to you and ask you to do something that might be in conflict with your duties as president, or should he speak to your prophet who would speak to you, how would you make that decision? How would you handle that? To which he responded... I, I don't recall God speaking to me. I, I don't know that he's spoken to anyone since uh, Moses in the bush or perhaps some others. But, but this answer appears to contradict one of the foundations of the LDS Church. In the church's first vision, a young Joseph Smith is visited by God the Father and Jesus Christ, and that Smith heard God speak the following. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son. Hear him. And if, as Romney suggests, that God hasn't spoken to anyone for thousands of years, then what happens to the LDS Church's belief in direct revelation from God to church prophets? 
such as the 1978 revelation that blacks could hold the priesthood. I'm really not running for pastor-in-chief. And contacted by ABC4 News, Romney's campaign issued the following statement. Quote, Governor Romney is very proud of his faith, and he endeavors to live by it. Now, we also asked the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for a comment about Romney's statement, but the church politely declined our request. Randall? All right. Thank you, Chris. Wow. What do you think about that, Gunner? Um, well, I, I, I think uh, to, to be one of the most you know, prolific Mormons uh, in, in public life, uh, you know, to, to basically undermine the most core, you know, claim of the Restoration uh, is pretty bad. It's, it's, I don't know how much worse you can get than just basically undermining the fact that Joseph Smith talked to God. Yeah, and the whole principle of, of uh, individual revelation, right? right? He's, he's called people bigots for less. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, that's what Robert Jeffries believes. And look at, look at how, uh, look how Romney went after him. You know, and here's, here's my, con my concern with, with these type of politicians. Um, <clears throat> actually, you know, Dan McKay came out, you guys probably saw the thing with the flag, right? If you, oh, yeah. Of course you do. You've been pushing, you've been very much saying with them. Dan McKay to our listeners, and we'll, and we'll do another one on, on this one, uh, specifically, um, Dan McKay, because Dan McKay's had done a little, Dan McKay has a, a little history, too, that needs to be talked about. But uh, th specifically, he's been pushing this new Utah flag. And uh, <clears throat> obviously, it's not been very popular with conservatives because the traditional flag has meaning, has values, represents what Utah was founded upon. And so, what, I think about two weeks ago, he comes out with this, uh, with the Utah state flag colored in the, tr you know, in the trans flag and the, in the gay L LGBT flag in all the gay colors and, and basically says, hey, look how the Utah flag can be used to promote so many messages. What a great oh, yeah. flag this is. Oh, he was encouraging it. He said, I can't wait to see more iterations. Um, it was like it just uh, uh, putting a huge rubber stamp approval of, you know, these woke leftists basically recreating this new proposed state flag however they want. And so if, if that's how it's going to be and, and they can basically just come up with a new set of colors that, that means, you know, whatever. Oh, do we have it? On She's the got it right there. If you look there, what's interesting to me is not only have they incorporated the, the rainbow colors for the LGBT, but if you look on the bottom of the mountains and, and, the, and, and the top of that V, it's, it's blue and pink. And that was very deliberate that they put those two colors because if you look at the MAP flag, MAP, Minor Attracted Persons flag, it is those two colors. And so these people are not only saying go pro LGBT, uh, but they are now pedophilia. they are now putting pedophilia in our faces. You know the whole Balenciaga thing, the Gucci thing with Harry Styles. Guys, pedophilia is being promoted right in front of our faces, and the fact here in Utah, they go ahead and put that flag out there, and Dan McKay says, "Oh, I love to see this. I want to see more of this." And this is exactly why we're changing our flag so that. Everybody can be represented, even the pedophiles. That crossed a major line for me because at first I was like, "Ah, eh, it's merch sales. You know, people no. are going to wear it at football games. Cool. It's a, it's all about economics. If they want to make some money, awesome." But then when this came out, I said, "Wow, this is really us going down a dangerous, treacherous path." So I'm glad this happened because it highlights 
the whole problem. It's, it's who he thing. is. And, and here's the thing, Gunner, that, that's, that really st- sticks out to me is his response when called out on it. His response when he's called out on it, he says, well, you know, this is what, this is, you know, we're supposed to reach across the aisle. We reach across the aisle. The left reaches across the aisle when they get things done. This is what we do. We try to reach across the aisle. No, Dan McKay. No, you know, Romney. This is not what we do. Right. We do not compromise our values in order to gain power. Right. We do not say what needs to be said. We do not sell our our our, our pottage and our and our birthright for for a mess of communist pottage to get our to get power to climb ahead. And that is what I'm absolutely sick and tired of these politicians here in Utah doing right. is they he will deny his faith. Deny that God, that uh, he would, I'm sure, go ahead and even deny God exists. Oh, no. Go so far as promote, Savannah, scroll down a little bit. Show that's the, the man holding the baby there. Oh, God. Okay? This is what we are fighting. It is, it is we are fighting a battle of evil. This is a, a, an abused child being held by some trans sicko who's, it, it, I mean, it's absolute evil. This is what they're pushing on the flag. This is what they're pushing in order for them to gain power. Right. Now I know we've kind of you know moved away from Romney, but it's but this is why I'm, I'm pissed off at Romney. It's because these men have no values. Yeah. They will sit and parade. Oh, you know, look at me, Mister Holy Roller, Mitt Romney. I'll deny my faith, but you know, let's let's Trump needs to get out because Trump said a mean tweet. Yeah. I mean, these guys are, are sick, and, and our, the people in Utah need to wake up to the type of politicians we have. Romney stays in power because people are ignorant. If people see these things, I can promise you he would get removed. Yeah. Let's talk about this, uh, the Burisma thing here, uh, this video. This, and again, you can find this on our YouTube or our, uh, the one right next to it. Yep, you can find this on our uh, Instagram, We Are The People UT. And then, uh, then David, I want let's give some history on uh, on this on this character. Where did he come from? But let's start with this. Yeah, let's play that, Sev. But that the appearance of looking into Burisma and Hunter Biden uh, appears political. With regards to Hunter Biden, taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. Taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. But I think people are tired of these uh, these kind of political uh, investigations and would hope that if there's something of significance that needs to be evaluated, that it would be done by perhaps the FBI or some other agency. Uh, we also have a lot of work to do uh, on matters that are not related to Burisma. We probably ought to focus on those things. Do you see any sign of Russian disinformation in those reports? That would be a hard question for me to answer. No, it's a very easy. Yeah. It's a very easy. What I would say. It's to a you. very easy answer. There is no Russian disinformation. Here we have Joe Biden, who is apparently encouraging Mitt Romney to run for Senate. What is going on there? Thank you. We'll speak in just a moment. Thank you so much. Is Joe Biden an honorable man? And the interactions I've had with him, he seems to be a man of honor. Mitt Romney. I spoke to Mitt this morning again. This is a man of enormous integrity. Enormous integrity. What is going on there? Burisma is the leading independent exploration and production company operating in the Ukrainian oil and gas market. Our key corporate governance principles, leadership, efficiency, remuneration, transparency. Cover Black is 
a master spy. Kofor Black is also the in-house intelligence officer for the Romney 2012 presidential mm, campaign. A man like Kofor Black can be very, very valuable, especially since he's earned the trust Romney. of uh, Governor Romney. Kofor Black, who is uh, director of the Counterterrorism Center at the Central Intelligence Agency. Well, thank you very much, Frank. It's a real pleasure to be uh, on this panel. I was at NSA as the chief lawyer there in case things went poorly, <laughs> sort of like the Warren Zevon song, what happens, you know, when, when it hits the fan. Do you know where Hunter Biden's laptop is? I, again, I'm not going to talk about any potential Just ongoing Do you know where it is? I sit do here. you know where it is? I'm not going to talk about any ongoing... Is Hunter Biden a national security threat? That's not a question that would come up before me, uh, Congressman. You're the head of it, the it, National Security Division, and he gave a million bucks to Hunter Biden. Are you familiar with that? I'm not going to speak about any ongoing... Joe Biden, the big guy in panic messages. Do you guys call Joe Biden the big guy at the Department of Justice? You know why you don't speak about it? Because it's about Hunter Biden. He's earned the trust of uh, Governor Romney. And I think people are tired of these uh, these kind of political uh, investigations. We hope that if there's something that needs to be evaluated, it would be done by perhaps the FBI or some other agency. Taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. Uh, Director Ray, I, I begin by saying how much uh, I appreciate the work of, of your agents and how much I respect them. I have great respect for uh, the men and women who work for the, the FBI. They got him caught by the tail. You know, wow. When we are witnessing our this country, all the blood that has been spilt, the, the sacrifice of our founding fathers, everything we've been giving is 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 on the line right now. It is all. It is, frankly, it feels like it's been taken over. Yeah. I mean, these. This is what Gaddy and Robbers secret combinations. Gaddy and Robbers. I mean, there's no question Joe Biden is one of them. There's no question, you know, what's going on in Burisma, the, the yeah. corruption of the FBI. And to see our senator in Utah tied up in the middle of all of it, they, they how the can this of be? The Mormon. Yes. How can this be? How can we in Utah have elected officials, elected leaders like Romney in office? How did this happen in Utah? I just, I think because we, we got careless and we didn't do enough due diligence on the stuff that, you know, Dave's about to go over here with the, with the history of Mitt Romney. I think we really have to put the character of Mitt Romney on trial um, because we didn't do that, obviously, when he ran in the primary. Um, we let him lie to us and uh, lie to the whole nation when he went out and begged Trump for his endorsement. And then the second he wins, puts out an op-ed basically attacking him and, and distancing, distancing himself right away. He's and been on the he, wrong side of every fight. Well, he's been a, a voting block for the Democrats. I mean, you, you look at this this $1.7 uh, trillion omnibus bill that they <laughs> just passed, and yet Mitt Romney's been on multiple podcasts and, 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 and interviews recently just railing about the debt and the deficit. Oh my gosh, uh, we're paying more in interest than our whole economy, and, and as soon as rates go up, we're, we're doomed. And yet he signs his name on this $1.7 trillion spending bill and uh, just votes with the Democrats. And it's like, talk about character. You're a liar. Like, if, if your whole MO is we got to rein in this spending, and then you personally sign your name off, Mike Lee tried to, to step up and get... Uh, Title 42 um, protected and, and did it a last-minute amendment, and uh, Mitt Romney refused to stand with him uh, so that we could secure our border. We This whole $1.7 trillion— so He's lying when he says he wants to secure the border in his debate with Mike Kennedy in 2018. 
Yeah, I mean, he obviously doesn't because he had the ability. He's one of those crucial votes that they need right there in the middle. Uh, you know, Joe Manchin, Kristen Cinema, Mitt Romney, they're all the same right there. And those people do have a lot of negotiating power. And the fact that we weren't able to secure our, our border with $1.7 trillion, we passed $1.7 trillion in March right after the pandemic and $900 billion in January. Uh, we like quadrupled our money supply and the inflation that's devastated Utahns all across the state. Mitt Romney has signed off multiple times yeah. on these spending packages. <clears throat> he is literally just as much to blame as Joe Biden. Absolutely. And so, yet he parades on the Boyd Matheson show. Uh, oh my gosh, inflation's such a, it's the number one issue on every Utah's mind, and I promise I'm gonna do the most I can to stop it. Really? Really? You're just gonna go past $1.7 trillion and say that it was for Ukraine and not secure a border? and not do anything to address inflation, it's... It, it's pathetic. It's a joke. And, and yet his whole M.O. is, it's all about character. You know, he, he gets on this other podcast with this uh, woman, Sharon uh, McMahon, and uh, she goes, Mitt Romney, what do we do when uh, we're trying to decide between a party that we uh, may not agree with policy-wise, um, but, you know, wants to preserve democracy, that's their, their catch-all phrase, and then a party that maybe we do agree with politically and policy-wise, but, uh, you know, who is authoritarian. You know, what do we do in that situation? And Mitt Romney goes on for the next 15 to 20 minutes in this podcast. I encourage you guys all to, to listen to it. And, and basically says, well, for me, it's not about policies. You know, people can change their policies all the time. In fact, he says word for word, um, you know, there's many policies I've had over the years that I just, you know, upon new information, completely changed my mind. And uh, for me, it's not about the policies. It's about character. Mm. And uh, he says, Mr. you know, character, huh? he, this was back in the summer, primary season. He goes, you know, I look around at my own party and all these primary candidates and I go, how, how can I support these people? It is character issues all over the board. Character issues. But yet Joe Biden's character is flawless to Mitt Romney. And his sons. And, and the policies of this record setting inflation, a wide open southern border, human trafficking that he's tied in with uh, with Robert Maxwell. Uh, none of this really seems to matter to Mitt Romney. And uh, and so he decides, I, I want to go be on the Foreign Affairs Committee and uh, make big decisions when it comes to uh, Ukraine and to these uh, Burisma deals. And I want to keep everything hush-hush with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. I think there, there is a lot for us to uncover about Mitt Romney, about his character. And personally, I just think whatever, uh, you know, thing he's using in his mind to judge people's character must be the most effed up measure of character you know building or measuring that you could possibly have because if you're looking around and seeing republicans that are defending life that want to secure our border and that want to uh, stop the record-setting inflation and stop quadrupling our money supply every single year uh and, and and your only response is oh well i don't care about all those policies i care about character and Joe Biden and the Democrats seem to have great character, yeah. Mitt Romney. Yeah. So, Dave, I'm excited. Let's dig in All and right. let's uncover right. so let's, the true let's character of Mitt Romney. Let's talk about who this guy is. All right, so um, Mitt Romney often references his parents. References his parents in his campaigns. That's how we know who they are. Uh, his father, George Romney, uh, was the governor of Michigan and ran against Richard Nixon for the Republican primary. Lost to Nixon. Nixon uh, helps him out, puts him in his cabinet, has to kick him out because he's not a friend. 
but uh, one of the things that George Romney was, it was very interesting for a Republican in the 60s of the time, was he was, uh, he was, he was against the war in Vietnam. Okay, that's a position. 1966, Romney is in Stanford, and what's he doing? He's protesting for the war in Vietnam. He's protesting for the draft, a draft that he didn't get into, that he didn't go out and fight for. So it's fascinating that, uh, that his father was so anti-war, and he's coming out uh, proposing this war that he, he himself wouldn't fight it. Right. Um, and then the other issue we need to look at, and one he brings up in his 1994 debate with, uh, with Ted Kennedy, his, his failed Senate run, was uh, his position on abortion, where he says that uh, he has been pro-choice ever since 1970 when his mother ran for ran for ran for Senate against a Democrat, and she was she was pro-life. So we know that he was or she was pro-choice, that he was pro-choice between 1970 and 1994, and between then and 2008, he changed his mind. It's um, interesting how <clears throat> abortion is is a much bigger issue than I think people realize because there is something about evil that they're obsessed about killing children. Whether it's you know, I mean, you look in the in, in the Bible about you know, yeah. in, in the in the, you know, the American continent, what it's when nations turn wicked, what do they do? They sacrifice children. They sacrifice mm -hmm. babies. Rush Limbaugh describes the abortion as the leftist sacrament. Oh. And it is. It, yeah. Well put. Because you look what happens when they try to get rid of it in Texas, how the Church of Satan came out and said, no, no, this is a religious right. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's very pertinent that we look at Romney's record okay. on abortion, not just what he says, but what he does in action. And so those are the kind of the two issues I take away from from his, his upbringing, is his father's position in Vietnam and his mother's position on abortion. Um we fast forward. He uh, goes on the. By the way, didn't his father also go against uh, Ezra Taft Benson's? Yeah. So uh, Ezra Taft Benson uh, during the Vietnam War, he said it wasn't going well, but we're already there. Uh, we need to. We need to march it, on it Hanoi. Was, let the right? boys win. Is yeah. what Benson said. Let them win. Stop holding us back. Yeah, and he did. And, uh, and yeah. making making it so that we lost so yeah. many people. So we had these these weird things where these these weird rules of engagement. We tied their hands behind their backs. We didn't march on Hanoi. We kept on doing these weird things with the Ho Chi Minh Trail instead of calling it what it was a war and going into Hanoi. Um, and Ezra Tap Benson did a video with John Wayne calling for that. Yeah. Um, and George Romney, a very prominent Mormon outside of you at the time, was very anti anti war. So it's very it's interesting the contrast mm -hmm. um, and sort of the the establishment click here in Utah and what they're pushing versus uh, what we historically have been. So just to get that right, because I'm following in real time with you. So Mitt Romney was protesting against his father. So in 1966 is when he protested uh, for the war in Vietnam. But by the time George Romney was running for president in 69, uh, he had changed his position. His father or Mitt? His father had. Gotcha. We really don't know where, where Mitt or was, Mitt, but, but we do know that uh, he was protesting for a war. He was he was pushing for a war. He wasn't fighting it. Gotcha. Or his kids. Or his yeah. Or his children, which is which is very fascinating. Interesting. Like it, that's I see a general a creepy theme double with Romney standard. here with this whole pro-choice Republican. You know, his mom being this pro-choice Republican, right? Mm -hmm. And then he goes off governor of Massachusetts as this sort of pro-choice Republican, he passes the first version, first version of Obamacare uh, yep. that uh, any state had ever enacted was Mitt Romney. 
And uh, and so I see this sort of archetype of Romney, and and I think you know you guys can do some digging and try to find the evidence that supports this, but where he he tries to kind of like stand against the grain in whatever camp he's in. I'm going to be this high-profile Mormon, but say you know I don't believe anybody's talked to God since Moses. You know what yeah. I mean? Or yeah. I, I think there were a couple other speeches when he was running for president. And I believe where, in abortion. I believe in gay marriage. I believe right. in everything that has pretty much know, everything against all the, the church. Everything that is like. <laughs> The very worst you could right. believe. Right. And then he's now doing the same thing with the Republican Party in that he almost just, in every chance that he gets, stands in direct opposition to the Republican Party on every major vote. You know, it's interesting. When when you go and listen to Mitt Romney talking on these podcasts, you're almost like, huh, I mean, this sounds like a, like just, you know, a, a straight-edge Republican guy, you know, talking about debt and deficits and... You know, we gotta we gotta fix this and rein in entitlements. It's like you know that old Republican thinking from years past. But then when it actually comes down to voting with the Republican Party, or in this uh, most recent case, supporting Republican candidates, um, it's pretty much everyone's knowledge now that Mitt Romney was behind this whole Evan McMullen run uh, yeah. um, to have him be this independent uh, candidate in Utah. To unseat Mike Lee. He was testing the waters to see if he could get him within so many points. Yeah. To see if he should run as an independent. As that's an, that's my hypothesis. Mm. And so it's just inter in, interesting because, you know, I like to judge a man on his words. You know, if, if, if you say something, you better back that up. That's what integrity is, right? And so why does Mitt Romney go on um, Boyd Matheson's show, Inside Sources, on October 4th, and say that, uh, you know, he thinks inflation is the biggest issue on everybody's minds, and he wants to address that. That was his main talking point. And then he says, quote, the Republican Party, my party, is the best bet to address inflation and these other issues. And then he goes on to talk about how Senator Schumer will never put uh, these issues on the agenda, and so we need to get Republicans in power. Well, then what are you doing trying to unseat uh, one of the safest and strongest Republican senator seats in the country by pushing a CIA plant named Evan McMuffin, who nobody even knows where this dude's true allegiances are because he lies out his neck and, and tried. He ran, did he, he run to the right of Trump on abortion or, so, or uh, pro-life? Like he was so saying he, he was more pro-life than Trump, the which, most pro-life which, 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 candidate which in history. right away when the Democrat Party uh, in the state of Utah endorsed him. And we, over their own nominee. So that's it's very telling. Uh, well, it, 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 and it shows you this whole archetype of, of Mitt Romney when he said to that other lady I was talking about in this recent podcast, this was on June 5th, with Shannon McMahon, where he says that policies don't matter to him. He literally said that, word for word. Go listen to this podcast. I encourage everyone. She's a leftist trying to get him to admit that we must secure democracy and that uh, Republicans should, you know, uh, jump over the fence and support Democrats in the, in the upcoming election because, you know, we're democracy so in trouble because of Trump and authoritarianism. And uh, he just literally feeds this woman for like, like an hour and talks about, oh, well, you know, when it comes down to voting Republican or Democrat, you know, to me, policies really aren't the biggest issue. It's uh, character. And in my opinion, uh, Trump has terrible character. And so do all of these primary Republicans. So what is his character when he says he supports something, but then goes and votes the other direction? 
Yeah. It's a character that, of life. It's a character that, of personality. Is that a character flaw? Like, is that, I mean, is that, is that, I mean. I, I would like the listeners and the Utah voters out there, someone figure out what character that Mitt Romney cares so much about that he's willing to throw away every Republican policy and say, oh, I don't even care about those things. I vote on character. What character does Joe Biden have oh, that yeah. Mitt Romney loves so much? That, that Mitt Romney <laughs> asked him to run. He Good said, question. you got to run, Joe. Like, that's why we have Joe Biden as president. So think of the fall of Afghanistan. We need more of that character. The consequences for Ukraine as a result of the fall of Afghanistan, all the terrible things that have happened to our country since Joe Biden has taken office, as well as our national security, uh, we, we are closer to a nuclear war now than ever in our history because Mitt Romney went to Joe Biden and said, you got to run, Joe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but this so is tell us more about his his past. What All right, else we so know let's let's fast forward to Bain Capital. So one of okay, his this, um, is this is huge. So, I mean, this uh, is Bain Capital. Where does a, he get his money from? So Bain Capital did really well for its investors. Like let's let's be clear about that. Like uh, what Romney promised, he did good for them. Uh, but what's interesting is one of his investors is a very interesting figure. There's a lot of books written about him, uh, about him being an intelligence operative for various foreign powers and whatnot. Um, Robert Maxwell was one of the uh, the he gave millions to help start Bain okay. Capital. Robert Maxwell, who father is, of who? Who yes, who is so Robert Maxwell? Robert that Maxwell uh, has a daughter whose name is Lane Maxwell, who is trafficking little girls uh, to very high profile individuals for money and blackmail. Do we do we have her client list yet? Oh no, that's sealed. That's oh sealed. we don't. But her dad is doing business with Mitt Romney. So her dad was one of the one of the first people to give Bank Capital money. Bank Capital, whose name, by the way, comes from. Um, Do you have an article on this, by the way? Uh, well, we can uh, we can we can pull up some things. Uh, but let me. I don't have a link on there. But oh, okay. Uh, what we do have is is check out uh, Robert Maxwell. Just pop that into Amazon, and he was uh, he was an intelligence agent. He he was a spy for various foreign powers. Uh, and so his daughter, uh, that, that blackmail that she was running with Jeffrey Epstein, that was the point of it. Um, that was being bought and sold. So when the Justice Department originally went to look at Epstein, uh, they dropped it because they were told he was an intelligence asset. Mm. Okay, an admission of deep state sex trafficking. So, but yes, um, Ghislaine's father uh, was one of Romney's um, uh, emerging investors to Bain Capital. Bain Capital, who gets his name from Bain Consulting, Romney's former employer, but isn't related to the Bain Consulting. So it's like if you want to start a hot dog stand and call it McDonald's, right? That's right. that's what he named Bain Capital. So wow. interesting branding there. Um, so but yeah, that was one of his his initial investors. But Bain Capital is a very interesting company. Uh, they were notorious for uh, leveraging a position to buy a company. So not using all their own money. They use a certain chunk of their own money to buy a company. And once they bought that company... They, well, yeah. So I'm going to pause you here yeah. because we're talking about character. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the ways I think you know someone about someone's character is where does their heart's interest lie? Um, what, 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 what makes them feel fulfilled? Uh, what, what gives them purpose? Uh, for us, what gives us purpose is fighting for freedom. You know, I think that's yeah. one of the things we all would give anything to fight for freedom, expose truth, expose <laughs> darkness. If, if to, to understand what drove Romney, I think understanding what he did to acquire his wealth I, will 100%. tell us a lot about his character. Who is he tied into financially? What is he doing with Bain Capital? So what, what do they do? Bain Capital would buy a company. 
They leverage the company. So they wouldn't use all their own money to buy the company. They take control. They charge a company a fee for buying them. Uh, then they would, say, borrow um, tens of millions of dollars from a bank to put into that company. Then they would pay themselves a dividend from that money that they borrowed, not reinvest it into the company to you know make its employees better, get better equipment, open new resources, those types of things. No, he, they paid out tens of millions of dollars in the form of dividends to these companies. The company went bankrupt. Their initial investment from their leveraged buyout, um, they're already paid for. Uh, the company goes bankrupt, and they're just fine. And But people lose their jobs, investors lose money, but paying capital is just fine. So yeah, that's sick. Borrowing money to pay yourself, uh, basically picking the pockets, uh, yeah. and you know leaving someone to hold the yeah, money. Yeah, it's there. theft. Yeah, I so, just think it's interesting. Mitt Romney's all about character, and then he ties himself so closely with some of the most despicable people on the planet, like Robert Maxwell and uh, Joe Biden. The Bidens. I mean, guys, Joe Marching Biden. With and, and Mitt Who? Romney's on Marching that. Marching with BLM. Yeah, oh, marching, marching with, with BLM. Everyone saw the videos there of him out there with BLM. I mean, especially yeah. now when we understand what at the time we knew what BLM was. We knew it was it was a communist Marxist organization that was created that was organized to create division and take this country down. We knew what it was. Many people didn't know. So, you know what? But now most people do see what it was and what but, that organization's been and the protests. fact he's been out he was out there encouraging it yeah. pumping his fist for black lives matter okay, for a marxist Utah's organization Capitol, flipped a police car set it on fire shot ken dudley in his car uh did terrible things just here in utah yeah. he's out there and he's out it. encouraging it so yeah. uh that's that's very disturbing but that's consistent with the investment baker strategy so what you'll notice uh do you guys remember the occupy wall street movement yeah yes. that was that was a big thing it, it went away it disappeared uh, because all these other critical theories got funded and these Black Lives Matter movements and all these other movements um, all of a sudden replaced that. And they got corporate funding to do it so as to drive attention away from uh, Occupy Wall Street and some of the shenanigans they were getting into. Interesting. Yeah, so that's something to, to take a look at. But you'll notice that there was a, a 180 flip uh, from Occupy Wall Street to Black Lives Matter um, and it got, got corporate funding right then and there. So it's consistent with an investment banker supporting that. I just think that it's, you know, telling Mitt Romney support, supported the first impeachment vote um, against Donald Trump. And the whole thing was over a call um, about Trump wanting us to figure out what, what was going on with Ukraine and Burisma and Joe Biden. You know, uh, we, the, the infamous clip of him going out and saying, well, uh, gosh darn it, they didn't get the money. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then uh, four hours later, uh, they got the billion because they fired the guy. You know, and it's like the the most quid pro quo thing you could see in front of your eyes. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump's trying to figure out what's what's going on there. And Mitt Romney's like, oh, we got to impeach him over this harmless phone call, um, trying to uncover this corruption in Ukraine. Yeah. And now we're trying to uncover more corruption in Ukraine, more corruption with Burisma and with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And Mitt Romney's like, no, look the other way. Nothing yeah, to see Bur here. Burisma was was. Possibly, <clears throat> it's almost like everything is tied together. Mitt Romney is in neck deep with this corruption in Ukraine right. and Burisma and Hunter Biden. And uh, so what does that tell us? It tells us he's in bed with the Democrat elite, with these coastal elite, the very essence of the Democrat Party. 
and yet he's a Republican going on Boyd Matheson's show saying, I believe the Republican Party is the best bet for us to, uh, you know, deal with the debt and the deficit, which apparently are the big two biggest oh, yeah, issues yeah. for Mitt Romney. Yeah. Well, let's not forget why we know who Romney is, right? We know Romney because he's a two-time presidential candidate, right? Um, and uh, when, I, when I picketed his little event, he drove up with my MAGA hat, said no rhinos, no Romney in 2018. He drives up with his pickup truck, rolls down the window, and he says, you go and get the 2012 Republican nomination for president. Then you tell me who a rhino is. And then he rolls up his window and drives off. Um, but, yeah, you know, his, he ran for president in 2012, lost to Obama. Um, you know, and I, I think that was his own fault. John McCain certainly owned his losses. I don't know if Romney did. He was on his jet ski right after he got the nomination. Laura Ingram pointed that out really well. And then, of course, after you know, he lost the, uh, the election, he goes and, and releases a Netflix documentary on the election. So he did have a, a product to sell from uh, an outcome of that. Found a way to make some money off that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah very interesting. Well, the rest of us are dealing with... Uh, with and was he, was he in bed at that point financially with, uh, you know, all these crooks? Uh, we, well, we know a few things. One, uh, there's a consistent pattern with investment bankers. One of the biggest things that they're really big on is eco-fascism. Ecofascism is a huge thing. We want you to buy those carbon credits, whether you like it or not. Right. Right. And so uh, Romney, in in his twenty eight and twenty twelve, uh, he breaks from all the other Republicans and the consistent line of Republicans that we've had in pushing ecofascism. It's like, well, I think the the planet is actually warming, um, and we, <laughs> I think the best uh, best outcry of the planet actually warming is there's this Twitter this tweet from. Uh, one of the Patrick Moore, one of the founders of uh, Greenpeace, um, and I have that highlighted. If you want to pull that one up, yeah. It's, you know, uh, wh while she's pulling that up, <clears throat> you know, ironically enough, it looks like she's already got that. All right, I'll let you just go on that. Go ahead. Oh, oh so uh, this this is uh, this is Patrick Moore calling out uh, what would bunk global warming is, um, but uh, Romney in. 20, uh, if you pull up the next link, we have uh, the link above it. The Desert Left News is giving him uh, pointers on, he's pushing, uh, if we don't do something about global warming, we're, we're all going to die in a, a fiery spiel of extraordinary lapse, is what he says. But what are all wow, the solutions okay. for global pushing warming? Pushing climate change, pushing global warming. This is consistent. Global government. He wants to sell carbon credits. He they wants want to buy them. Um, they, you know, we drive electric cars. We destroy the middle class. We do all these things. Uh, this is consistent with the investment bank. You know, here, here's the thing. You, you know, you look at what he his involvement with pushing the climate change lie. You look at what he's doing with <clears throat> Barisma. I think Barisma may be what we, we may come to find that was the spark of World right. War Three. Something. Um, I mean, you look what was going on there while Trump was in office, or before Trump was in office, with Biden and his son in there. All the all the laundering, all the corruption oh, yeah. going on through there. That may have been the spark. And the fact that he has clearly been in bed with that and right. been involved with those players, that he's clearly in bed with the U.N., with these globalists. I mean, look, I, I guess I'm just disgusted that we have someone so corrupt masquerading as, as a sheep, I, a, a clear wolf. Yep. Yeah. Masquerading as a sheep. Well, Masquerading. Well, look at me. Care. Look at me. I'm I'm a Mormon. Look at me. I don't drink alcohol. Yeah, BS. I'm sure he does that too. But you know, I don't smoke cigarettes. So I'm I'm a holy guy. You know, I I and and I, you know, I would never do what Trump does. I would never say the things Trump says because I'm a Trump good holy drink. guy. But the fact of the matter is, it's 
these are the are are to me the most dangerous politicians. Right. It was it was Bush that pushed the Patriot Act. It was yeah. Bush because of Bush, our phones listen to everything we say. The NSA, the spying. And, and now conservatives it's, are being labeled terrorists. It, it and is that's being yes, used on us. And, but it is these wolves in sheep's clothing. It are gets. far more dangerous because the people here in Utah, good, honest, trusting people, say, you know what, that guy goes to my church, I can just trust him. I don't need to look into anything. And and if this isn't about being mean, calling him out. Because mm-hmm. right. that was one of the things people said, when, oh, Jason, you know, we can't have you in front of You're mean. You know, you, so, you're mean. You know what? We have people literally destroying, going to war with our country. Yeah. Destroying it from within. And, you, and to call out evil for what it is, we have to expose it. Because if we don't stand up and say no, our children end up enslaved. Do, yeah. And if it, it means being mean to protect our children, then it's time to be mean if that's what do mean is. Do not let these secret combinations get over you. And a wolf in sheep's clothing, that warning came from Christ himself, right? And then if you, you look further, uh, the, the when they say the Utah way... What they really mean is the yeah, Gadian way, because right. the, the Book of Mormon standard. warns about people getting into positions of power through flattery and not honesty. When you hear that, I don't know if they caught, caught that. When you hear them use that, this is the Utah way. That is the Gadian way. That is exactly what they do in the Book of Anytime Mormon. Anytime they say they that, you know it's through flattery. That is what they warned about in the Book of Mormon. And if if you're not being nice, you're not flattering people, right? Because that's what that's what they want to do. Uh, that's what's warned about the Book of Mormon. They both smoke up your rear, they infiltrate, they take over. Uh, well, obviously, the character that matters to Mitt Romney is that you're you're nice and you play the par and you're a Joe Biden-type character, although Joe Biden completely like threw away his whole archetype of the person he was in the Senate for all those years when he just, you know, since being president, has completely gone with the woke left and done every little thing that they want. Um, and refuse to even like try to unify the country at all. I, I, if anything, he's been more. I think the character then. that these men want is the character of the whited sepulchers. Yeah. The character of the individual that looks perfect on the outside. It's it's, yeah. it's the Pharisee right. that outwardly knows how to face the public, that outwardly knows how to say all the right things, be smooth like oil, but inwardly they're rotted out right. and they're corrupted and they're and they are and they are demonic, destroying this country. What did you have on uh, so, uh, Qatar? So, uh, look at look at uh, his 2019 op-ed. So that is an obvious. Uh, uh, Gunnar mentioned how they how he he talks about character and how we show him saying one thing and doing another. In 2018, when he ran against Mike Kennedy uh, for the GOP nomination, one of the things he bragged about was how he had Trump's endorsement, right? Yep. And uh, he took all these positions and things immediately when he gets office. When did, when did the, the hordes of hell start coming from Trump once he took office? It's when he said, we're going to take our troops out of Ukraine, out of Syria. Before there was Ukraine, there was Syria. And ABC was even caught showing fake footage from a shootout in Kentucky uh, at a gun range and trying to pass that off as, as Kurds being massacred by the Turks, tur- by, tur- by Turkish forces. Like, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty outlandish how, how far. And what does he mention in his 2019 op-ed over and over and over? Syria, Syria, Syria. The deep state wants Assad out for a really big reason, and I promise you it's not because they want to protect human rights of people in Syria. Uh, They funded ISIS, they funded al-Qaeda to go and fight in Syria. Why? Why were they so big on going after Assad? Well, we know one thing is that Assad said no to a pipeline coming from Qatar through Syria to Europe, right? He said no. He's like, no, you're not going to do that here, right? And that's that's when uh, the Arab Spring and all these intelligence agencies started 
backing all these terrorists to go take out Assad. Assad, you know, not the greatest guy in the world, neither was his father. They funded right. terrorism themselves. But that's kind of the types of people who run the world. And so, but when you take a sec, uh, kind of a secular dictator running a country who protects the lives of Christians in his country, and then try to fund terrorists who we know will murder and maim Christians, yeah. uh, it's fascinating. Like what Joe Biden did with the Taliban. Yep. That, you know, that and that now Christians are being thing, murdered. Yeah. That his big thing, and this happens all over the world, that Christians get murdered as a result of U.S. foreign policy all the time. Um, and uh, there's, a, there's a Christian pastor, I'll have to look up his name, but he talks about how in Sudan, Trump actually saved Christians' lives with his foreign policy as wow. compared to what Jimmy Carter did and what uh, Obama and Clinton did. Um, but very dangerous things. But we have to look at, before there was a pipeline in Ukraine and that, that became came to light, there's a pipeline coming from Qatar. And one thing I would encourage people to do is watch uh, Cernovich's, um, it's on YouTube, uh, how Cernovich did this documentary about how Qatar owns journalists, politicians, NGOs, and how they lobby and, and fund Congress, right? And they really wanted this pipeline. That means billions and billions for years and years to come if they could get this pipeline there. And I think that was the real driving force. My suspicion is that's the driving force to go into Syria. And Romney mentioned Syria over and over in his 2019 op-ed against Trump. Mm. Wow. It, it, it's funny how much world policy has to do with pipelines. You know, you look at the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and that getting mysteriously blown up. Um, after Joe Biden said... Uh, yeah, it'll, it, it'll get blown up somehow, uh, even though Germany <laughs> runs that. It's uh, hilarious to me. I think the CIA does a lot of stuff, um, and then they hide it in plain sight. And we have no idea, you know, how things are done, and, and uh, it's just, you know. But we can't get a pipeline from Canada. No, yeah. no, we, we can't get a pipeline. We have our in, own yeah. independence. <laughs> so it's just that that's funny to me. And it's like I never want to hear about the, this climate stuff, you know, and how the environment when it's like we very well could have just blown up this Nord Stream 2 pipeline, causing one of the, the worst ecological disasters of the decade. And uh, because of the Russia Ukraine thing. It's funny, funny how no one wants to talk about that anymore. Oh, yeah. And like about so, the cause to the environment. It's it's just it's just nuts. I, I think we're dealing with hypocrisy. But I mean, back to the Mitt Romney thing. I think we're just dealing with a pathological liar. You know, we're yeah. dealing with somebody who wears one thing and then you know does the exact opposite behind closed doors. And I think the Mitt Romney we see on this podcast, the one that's coming out and you know talking a big Republican we'll game. We'll put a link to it on the, uh, and, uh, on the show notes. It's probably not the Mitt Romney that uh, that you know. The people up at the hill, the swamp creatures, know him as. You know, I bet you, when he's behind closed doors, he's basically saying, "I hate my party. If I could, I would run as an independent. I hate being, you know, tied down with these people, and I don't." And, and you know, he says, "Oh, well, it's not about policies to me. I disagree a hundred percent with everything the Democrats stand for. It's all about character to me." I think that, in and of itself, is a lie. Yeah. I think. He's using that as an excuse to go vote in lockstep with people that he actually does agree with on policy. I think he's like a closet Democrat. You think, and, you think uh, that's why he fits in so well at the Alfalfa Club and they put him in charge of it? Yeah. And so I think what this the core issue that, that we're dealing with here and, and that Utah really has to come to terms with is 
this guy's not really a good Mormon. I mean, when when it comes down to him having he's not, a, if, when, forget when, Mormon, he's not a good person. He's, right. He's period. Dishonest in well, his I was trying to make a list here where it's like he's not a good Mormon. He's not a good man of integrity. He's, he's a, no he's Christian. He's a liar, and he talks about character all the freaking time. And quite quite honestly, I think his character sucks. So, but, but wait, it's wait, not wait, just wait character sucks. It's, it's, With the it's, Republican, we always get a, a Republican vote on the Supreme Court, right? Right, right, don't we? Right. He would never vote for Democrats uh, taking a, a Democrat did nominee. He, did did he as well? So, uh, yes. Uh, so one of the things that, uh, you know, kind of a, a Republican sacrament is that we vote for Republicans. Maybe we don't always agree with them. Uh, but one of the points is that the reason you support your party is because of the Supreme Court. Right. And uh, Mitt Romney voted for uh, Kentucky Brown. Brown Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, uh, for the Supreme Court. Uh, after, this is interesting, after he opposed her... Uh, appointment to a federal judge right? and, and after she refused to answer the question what is a woman yeah uh, so so this that is one out. this is something that's how long has she been fascinating. a woman uh because a republican we, we this is why we have a team this is why we vote for republicans this is even the people that didn't like trump in 2016 came in and said this is going to be the next this president's going to be one of the most important because they will appoint the next supreme court justices almost up to three right right and what do we know the like Roe v. Wade was overturned because of Donald Trump, right. right? You can go blue in the face all day long, but if you weren't supporting Trump in 2016, I have grave suspicions as to whether or not you're actually pro-life. Right. And if you are, you need to you need to take a, a serious look at that. And, and maybe Mitt Romney has been uh, severely pro-choice ever since uh, his mother <clears throat> ran clearly. for clearly. So, yeah, so to give 60s. us, we've got about five more minutes. Give us your last. What are your your strongest arguments you've got here? last things you want to share our listeners to know so uh romney's activities are consistent um where he says one thing and does another he's consistently doing what's instantiated and warned about uh with secret combinations in the book of mormon so that is something that we need to pay very close attention to watch his votes watch what he's doing watch what he's saying he's not the only one and to look at romney you need to look at not only romney but his whole team who does he support in Utah? Who does he uh, who does he come out in favor of in this state? Because he is kind of like a mini Soros in that he's not acting alone. Um, he's he's out there supporting miscellaneous and different uh, elected officials throughout the state, and that's something we need to pay very close attention to. That this guy is not uh, is not some some nefarious villain acting on his own. He has a whole team, and it, they're elected officials here in Utah. They're in the media here in Utah. They're all over. I think that that in and of itself is a whole another rabbit hole discussion in that the GOP establishment here really like Romney. And I think uh, we are going to see so a does huge the media. push. So does the media. So yeah. does the Deseret News. And uh, the Desert Left News and Core Horse Selling Lines. And, and yeah. to me, it's just like he, he, Mitt Romney was, was a GOP team player when he needed that endorsement from Trump. When he needed all of the, the Utah GOP standing up to get him elected, and then as soon as he gets in, he betrays everybody. That's not a man of integrity. That's not an honest man to me. That's like a backstabbing pathological liar. And to me, if character matters so much to this guy, then why not have an ounce of it? You so know? <clears throat> I just want to wrap up with this. Um, first off, thank both of you. You know. Gunnar David, for, for the time, the research, the, you know, the, the, your sacrifice for, for the cause and for freedom and for willingness, being willing to come up and, and call out uh, the darkness. 
But um, the other thing I want to sh- share with our listeners is that we there's this idea that we have sometimes that we're powerless and and it can frustrate us because we sense that you know there's so much corruption and the more you see some people will say well I can't do anything about it so I'm just going to sh- close the door and, and stop looking at it because right. I feel frustrated. Um, <clears throat> the fact of the matter is that's the worst thing you can do. It is true. Uh, <clears throat> right now we are fighting not just for w- w- I believe. Firmly, we are fighting for our children's lives. Right. We are fighting to keep our children out of chains. 100%. We know what Marxism does. We know who they target. They target the middle class. When Marxism takes effect, they wipe out the middle class. They will come for these children. We are fighting for those children. We are not powerless. We did a video with uh, Chelsea two, three weeks ago on the Utah deep state, and that thing has been going wild. Uh, I've had several people say that they've sent letters to congressmen, that they've sent letters to the governor, they've been on phone calls, had someone said they talked to the, to, you know, uh, the governor. You have the ability to make a difference. How do you, how do you, how do you stop evil? This starts by shining a light on it. You know, darkness flees in the light. This information, the reason we brought these guys on here is to get this information out to people. 2024 is going to be here before we need it. We know it. Right. We need to expose Cox. We need to expose every single one of these filthy politicians that is selling our freedom out for a mess of communist pottage. They need to be exposed. We can't do that on our own. We can, we can, we can put this together, but we need you to, to share it. We need you to, 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 to share on the different platforms. I am going to encourage you, if you're not on Rumble, please go to Rumble. They are coming. They, they have been. I know that the people in our state legislature are, are, are asking them to cancel our shows and to, and to uh, stop our videos. But they cannot cancel us on Rumble. So please go to Rumble. Follow We Are The People UT. Follow us on Instagram. We Are The, U- we are the People UT. But most important, share this with your friends. Share this with your parents. Let people know who Romney is. Um, these guys did a phenomenal job with research. We will put all of your notes in the show notes. I mean, we didn't even, I mean, you. how many links do you have there, David? A few. You've got like 50 links. <laughs> we didn't even go okay? through We didn't even touch the yeah. links. We will put them in the show notes. We will arm you with information. Knowledge is power so you can go to war. We are at war. Let's fight. Let's win. What's that? Oh, oh, what's your podcast? How do we oh, how do, I, do that? You know what? What's it's, your podcast? Oh, we'll put it in the show notes. I don't even know how to even put it. All right. It's all good. Gunner's gonna, we'll have Gunner's podcast or uh, uh, Instagram on there, social media too. He's, he does a killer job. Anyways, we are going to win this war. We are. But we need everybody. Yep. And it is a war of the mind. It is war for the, with the pen. It is war of knowledge. God bless you. God bless America. We'll see you next time.